Welcome to the Present Fathers Podcast. This is the show that focuses on climbing the mountain of fatherhood together. Our mission is to help fathers be present by sharing valuable ideas and concepts that will equip men to be the best father possible. Being a good father is hard work, but it is so vitally important. We believe that dads matter, and that's why this podcast is for you. So gear up, dads, and get ready. It's time to start climbing. All right, welcome. This is officially the first podcast of the year. It is 2023. I'm feeling old because it's uh, almost a quarter of a way through this century now. Oh. But uh, we are super excited. We got all dressed up for our new year, new me kind of, you know, look. Um, yeah. Gentlemen, welcome to 2023. I'm excited for today's episode. Uh, I got to drag our host for tonight. We are going to talk about the New Year's resolution and how it's dead and what we're actually going to do instead. So without further ado, because uh, we just want to get right to it, Dustin, take it away, brother. All right. Merry Christmas, gentlemen, and uh, Happy New Year. I hope it was a great uh, celebration for you. My wife and I were in bed by about 11 o'clock. Uh, we, we didn't make it to midnight, which is, <laughs> same, <laughs> which is my kind. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So hopefully next year will be a little more exciting. Um, so I had uh, a little uh, chat with uh, Sahil Bloom. Um, he is the author of the Curiosity Chronicles, um, and he put together something called the Personal Annual Review, and it just lit a fire under me. It's such a great idea. Uh, when I was a personal trainer, um, I saw so many news resolutions that just died, you know, it, because they weren't thought out. They were just, it'd be cool to lose weight. I'd love to be 20 pounds lighter. Okay, great. There was no passion behind it. There was no thought. Um, there was no planning. And so it just didn't work that well. Um, and so the personal annual review is just a fantastic concept and we'll go over all the concepts of it. Um, we'll go over each of ours, um, and then the action plan that comes from it. Um, so that, that's what I'm really excited about is, you know, kind of some of the changes I want to make. So if you guys are good with it, I'll just jump right in and, uh, talk about the items that are part of the review. Let's do um, it. awesome. So the first one is what did I change my mind on? So if you're the kind of person who never changes their mind, if you spend an entire year and you're, I was right, I was right. You're not growing, you're not learning, you're, you're static, right? So what did I change my mind on? Um, and there were quite a few. Um, so a big one, uh, I can thank um, John Michael for this, is uh, what, what makes a leader and does a home need a leader? And I, I think prior to having that discussion with him and really thinking about it, you know, my thought was the home is fine. You know, we just kind of do our own thing and it all, you know, kind of works. Right. Um, and I'm seeing more and more that when a home doesn't have personal leadership, it doesn't work. It tends to decay. Um, and so a big, uh, really important thing for me is to take on that leadership role and be the leader in my family that my wife and my son deserve. Um, and I'm not that person right now. And I think I know, how to become that person. Um, I have you guys, you know, I have good resources and uh, I'm really excited about that. That's, that's a really important one for me. So huge change to my mind there. Um, another one, you know, I've got this ego with exercise. If I'm not lifting a thousand pounds every single time, it's a waste of time, right? It's, oh, you know, I have to, you know, get after it. 
Um, and that can work in your teens, in your 20s, maybe even in your 30s. Uh, I'm almost 40, and when I lift like that, it hurts. <laughs> Not in a good way. So I have to make sure that I use some low-impact exercise to supplement those heavy, high-impact exercises. And, uh, you know, it's not quite as intense. It's not as much fun viscerally initially, but, uh, the, the feeling afterwards is better. Um, and the fact that I know that it's safe and I'm going to be able to lift my son up because I haven't jacked up my back, uh, makes it really valuable. So low impact is going to be key for me going forward with some high impact stuff too. I still love doing box jumps and lifting heavy weight, but it can't be every single workout. You know, there's gotta be some, some lighter stuff. Um, Attention is precious. Uh, so I love to wax philosophical. I love to, you know, look how smart I am. I know these big words. Look at me, blah, 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 right? Waste of time. Nobody needs, by the very fact that we have who we are, you know, within a few minutes of meeting each of the four of us, people know we're smart. It's, you know, it's just part of it. We don't need to constantly be expressing that all the time. And so being as brief as possible and recognizing that people's attention is valuable uh, is really key. And I think a big thing that helped me learn that was um, our view counts. You know, when we do a long podcast, we talk a lot, we get, you know, some views, not a ton. And then we do shorts that are funny and entertaining and we get thousands of views. So um, it, it's interesting to see that attention needs to be grabbed quickly. It's almost like an elevator speech. You know, if you have 30 seconds with someone um, and you spend 30 seconds telling them about your name and where you're from, they're not going to care. You got to get to the point and you got to be brief. And that is an essential element to capturing people's attention um, as well as valuing their time. Um, so brevity is going to be key here. Um, and then finally, one of our first episodes, uh, we talked about investments. Um, that was right as the bull market was starting to screech to a halt. Um, and so a great learning process for me, as well as a lot of people this year, is investments do go down. Um, it is possible to lose money <laughs> while you're investing. Not only is it possible, pretty much everybody lost money last year. Unless you were doing something really unique, um, you did not have a great 2022 as far as investing. Everything went down. Um, so <laughs> yep. You know, we can't say why it happened, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it definitely did happen. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So be safe with investments. So, guys, do you want to talk about the things you changed your mind on, or do you want me to jump into the next? Yeah, one? I think let's go. Let's, we'll just, yeah. let's just go topic by talk topic because there's seven total, right? And let's let's at least Perfect. get a high level of each person, and then we can kind of come back and let's hit on things that like really stuck out or what we thought was like really compelling. And um, yeah, and I think ultimately we have to finish with talking about smart goals again, right? Because they they got to be. You can say you're going to do all these things, but if you don't put you know time bound goals and, and smart goals yeah it's a new year's resolution it's it's a hopeful wish that's not going to go anywhere so exactly. uh let's just go clockwise brandon why don't you go next on uh, kind of what your thoughts were on what you changed your mind this year yeah I, absolutely um one of the things that uh, has been hard for me is being upfront and truthful makes things easier is what i've always thought and um i've come to realize over time the more I get confident in my my knowledge and myself is that people don't like the truth um, if you don't present it in a special way sometimes. And so for me, one of the things I had to change was I had to think and carefully examine how I give people truth. So that was one thing that I kind of updated, so to speak. Um, the other thing that was kind of something that completely changed in my mindset was that um, loyalty in a job will pay off. I'm finding that the more um, you search and you you look elsewhere, the more that you can actually find something that's more worthwhile. Um, and 
to me that I always just thought that, you know, jobs that are perfect for me take years of experience. It takes certifications. It takes this and that, and that they're extremely hard to find. And man, I, I literally had the best dream job just fall in my lap. And it was because I was taking care of somebody else and adding value to their life. And so it, it really just kind of shattered my perception of what a job um, getting a job is. Um, so that was, that was a huge thing for me. Um, other things was, um, that, that you really can't change other people's viewpoints with logic and reason sometimes. And I think that's even more true, uh, with the society that we have today. So, uh, I just try to, to live by example and model instead of try to preach it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like that's a much more effective. So those were the kind of the three main things that popped into my head. And I, and I have to say, Dustin, that what you just said about attention being, um, you know, precious. I mean, that's just another one that you just literally just instantaneously just changed my, my thought process on. So that's, that's, I'm awesome. so, I zoned out. I wasn't paying attention. Would you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I see what you did there. You, you. Okay. Very good. Uh, Justin, what about you? What did you change your mind uh, on in 2022? So obviously, my life was changed the most. <laughs> Newborn, moved into a new house, um, officially got to Louisiana. Um, just a lot of adaptation, but I had three words I kind of started the year with and finished with. Um, faith. Um, well, let's start in the faith first. Faith was just having faith that things are going to fall through. Um, or fall into place like they should. And man, I'll, I'll be dang if they didn't. Uh, my wife um, and I looked for a house for eight, nine months where we live here. And it was right before the market, you know, started going nuts. I mean, as far as like interest rates and stuff like that, but thankfully we got it right before, when they were at their lowest, which was a blessing. Nice. Uh, so we got probably the lowest rates they've seen in 30 years, but uh, astronomical rate. We were happy, but it was impossible to find a house because everyone was buying one at that time. Um, and especially with what my wife wanted and what we wanted as a, as a couple and, and for, you know, future family plans. So <clears throat> I was back in the car industry for a little bit because my old company, um, wanted me to stay in Mississippi, which was not going to happen with a pregnant wife and my wife being a physician. She wins the financial conversation 10 out of 10 times. I'm not an idiot. So, um, I did what was most important. I came home, sucked it up and uh, just went after it um, for a little bit. Just put my head down, trying to figure out where I want to be. And like Brennan said, uh, my dream job uh, came across. I went after it because um, I've been in multiple jobs. I'm not afraid to go and try to find something new if I'm unhappy. And I was definitely unhappy. But uh, yeah, so that all fell into place one by one. We got the house. The baby came. He's healthy. Um, he got on an awesome sleep schedule. Um just it seemed like everything was just domino effect in a, in the most positive way possible so we were very very excited there um but it it also it's it's a hard um adaptation that, that men have to make as a father because i was a very hands-on father uh, i still am excuse me um but I, when i say that I, I was the one that was up at two and three in the morning or one o'clock in the morning so that my wife could rest because um you know she was constantly pumping or feeding and it was just she was exhausted she's not a morning person so i tried to pick up the slack but on the, on the same time i kind of i feel like I, I i neglected her in some ways and and paid more attention to the baby so it kind of having faith in 
and certain things kind of helped me, but my perspective, that was one of the other words changed on other things. And I had to kind of focus back in on what's most important. And, and mm-hmm. she made, you know, she's gauging, she let me know. <laughs> yeah. So well, having a, having a baby will definitely refocus your priorities pretty quickly. So yeah, or, or so, they should. <laughs> if yeah. Don't, yeah. Then... But yeah, um, that was, that was one of the other words was perspective and just, you know, trying to look at things in different lights and, and be appreciative. Uh, gratitude. It's something that um, Gary V says all the time. I love his videos and he just kind of struck home at the beginning of the year and then middle of the year, you know, when I got comfortable, um, gratitude is definitely something on, um, but yeah. Uh, so recap, remember. what is it? Faith, faith, perspective, um, gratitude. Or... No, well, yeah, I guess you could say gratitude, but um, yeah, we'll we'll move on to the next thing. Okay. I, I don't want to ramble. <clears throat> well, I'm sure we'll come back and re- rehash yeah, each of yeah, these we'll topics. Back into so... the, the third word goes into one of the others. So we'll okay, got it. Um, so for me, I'm gonna do it the way that uh, I, I loved how Dustin said it, like 2021 me versus 2022 me. Like, so I'm gonna kind of do it that way. So 2021 me, I work out a lot. You know, I eat relatively healthy so I can drink probably more than I should. 2022 me is really dangerous thinking. I need to cut back on that. So going to 2023 and being very, very serious, very intentional about um, just really reducing it, you know, almost completely pretty much. Um, Also, it's the example I set, right? So uh, I don't really want to be that way at home. I don't want to set that example for my daughter. Um, And then we'll talk about it more. But in all cases, it literally is it's a detractor. There's no way that it, you know, it's not a superfood or anything. So, um, next I said, um, let's see. Oh, okay. So 2021 me, I stay healthy enough. I can miss a few workouts here and there. 2022 me tied to the above. Um, I need to make sure I'm working on my fitness more proactively, especially when I'm traveling for work. So if you're drinking or whatever, when you're traveling or whatever, now you're not going to work out because I had a couple beers. Now I'm not going to go hit the gym or whatever. So, uh, you know, I definitely felt the effects, uh, in 2022 of, of that mindset. So that needs to change. Um, and then the last one, uh, I'm sure we'll come back to this topic and this, uh, kind of a hot button issue I would imagine for a lot of people. 2021 me, uh, I know porn is bad. Um, but every now and then it isn't really hurting anything. 2022, there's nothing good about it. Um, it's horrible for my marriage among many other things, and I need to get accountability and do something about removing it from my life completely. So I'm sure we'll come back to this one. Um, but that was probably the biggest change my mind on. Uh, I called up Brandon and was like, I need to, um, I need to be serious about this. I need to, uh, have an accountability partner and, and get it out of my life completely. So that's probably the biggest change my mind on. And I'm proud of you, brother. I've, I've, <laughs> I've kept up with it, and you've been perfect so far. So great well, job, man. I don't know about that, but we'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, number two. Right, awesome. so, moving yeah. on. Yeah, number okay. two. Yeah. So, and, and that's um, that's all. You know, I can share anything with my son. You know, water, food, whatever, and it's great. The one thing I can't share with him is alcohol. So I feel bad because he's starting to get it. He says, "Well, how come you get special daddy juice that I can't have?" And you know, it's this hard conversation. So, it is really nice to, to cut the alcohol out and everyone's kind of drinking the same food, eating the same. It's a lot easier to get him excited about eating good food when there's not this mystery liquid that only daddy gets to have for mom, you know? So it's, uh, it's definitely more of a family thing to, to cut that alcohol out at dinner. Um, so I think that that is a win there. Um, okay. So what created energy for me? Um, what created those high energy states where I felt really good? Um, collaborative uh, creation, content creation was 
my passion this year. And I think it'll continue to be, you know, going into uh, 2023, working with you guys, putting the podcast together, doing the shorts, um, you know, getting a social media presence out there is absolutely firing me up. Um, just, just being in the, I feel like I'm in the same room with you guys, you know, being in the same presence with you uh, has me so jacked. Um, and I love what I do. I love my family. I love my work. Um, but wow, you know, there is something really special and exciting about uh, creating and, um, and doing what we're doing together. So that's, that's my place where I've really, you know, found that I get a lot of great energy. So thank you guys. It's therapeutic, for that. man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh, for me, uh, something that created energy for me was landing my dream job. And you'll know when you hit the right job where you're valued, like they say that they give a water bottle example. So the water bottle example real quick is you can get it for 50 cents somewhere. You can get it for a dollar somewhere else. But if you go to the ballpark, you're paying $8 a bottle. Well, I found the job that's paying me the $8 a bottle or treats me like I'm the $8 bottle. You know what I mean? So they're treating me with value and, and they're investing in me and trusting me and letting me just do my thing. I've literally walked in there and just, just every creative thing I can do, I'm just channeling and like I'm I'm freely flowing all of my ideas and doing all these things and just improving and adding value and quality to everything I can try to touch. And it's been one of the most energizing things. And then on top of that, the podcast has been absolutely incredible doing that too, because I got three great people in my life that I can have great sessions of of, of talks with about dadhood and um, fatherhood and and work through that. So those are the two primary things that um, have really just energized me this this year. Awesome. Justin, what about you? Oh, man. Uh, same thing for me. Uh, obviously, the dream job, but it's not so much the I mean, it is the job and, and the company is, is really the founding uh, pillars on this because the company is just fantastic. I got an awesome team. I, I love the people I work with, like Ivan and a few of the other guys um, that are around me uh, and girls. Um, my boss is female and she's incredible. I absolutely adore her. But I'll have to say this. So why I'm energized is the other word, which I didn't get to get to, which was confidence. I've always had confidence in the things I do. But the problem is I'm always held back by other people or by restrictions in the job or, you know, skill sets of, of a team I'm on, something that would kind of not let me just go at my own pace, my own schedule or, you know, kind of just go and do what I want to do. This job is not that. My old position was strictly orthopedic and sports medicine and endoscopy. So now I literally can sell to any type of doctor, any type of product. I have over 500,000 to sell. The, literally the sky's the limit. I make my own schedule. There's no one micromanaging me. It is absolutely, absolutely my thing. I'm eating it up and I am beyond stoked and energized because I'm so passionate about what I do. I wake up every morning, I get my, you know, caffeine, whether that be coffee or an energy drink, and I just go to town, man. I'm so much so that I just built this new office. Uh, my wife and I, uh, she was the big key part to, you know, finding this uh, this happy place for me. I needed a place that was my own. Um, it's 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 awesome. I'll share some some deets on it later on, but uh, it's it's my personal space, and it's it's really kind of reinvigorated that energy. Um, just because at the end of the year, it's, it's easy to get lazy. It's easy to, you know, fall into uh, that trap of, okay, I've had a week or two off, you know, like I'll slowly get back into things. Now you got to hit the ground running, man. And especially with something you're passionate about, you love. And so that's, that's been for me, what's energized me most. And then 
Um, on top of that, obviously the content creation, like you guys have said, this has been a, a passion project. Um, and then just the people around me, um, y'all, my family, uh, my wife, uh, it's just been something that's, it's been good to, to kind of keep pushing me. And I'll tell you what, my wife pushes me. Uh, she lets me know, Hey, here's where you're at with us. Like she's a great communicator and, and she kind of keeps me on track at home because I, I will tend to especially now being so energized about this, I, I, I neglect some of the things like Dustin said at home and, and I don't neglect my son. I love my son more than anything in this world, uh, especially more than a, a career. But uh, the time I've spent with my wife afterwards, I've kind of neglected and I've got to get better on that. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, for me real quick, starting the podcast, doing all the content stuff. That's a lot of fun for me. Um, you know, and I'm doing a lot of the editing, kind of the behind the scenes stuff with the software. And that's been a real cool kind of just fun little hobby learning experience for me. Um, just kind of a cool little skill to have that, you know, I, I'm no, I'm not that amazing at it or anything, but I won't call myself an editor, but it's a fun little thing to work on. But mostly for me, it was um, really making memories with my family. So we were fortunate enough to take some really good trips, both kind of big and small this year. Um and you know that that really has energized me a lot is kind of just these these quality trips where we're making memories um and it's not about a toy we got or a thing we have but you know we'll look back um years from now and you know my daughter will be like oh i love going here or there and um i i've i've really kind of i was as i was writing through this i i really reaffirm how special that is to me to have those like quality moments together so um yeah, that was that was definitely the thing. I think I spent we spent a, a good amount of time doing that this year. So I gave myself a, a pretty good grade on, on that aspect of actually spending the, the time on the things that energize me. Um, so yeah, this was a good one for me. All right, Dustin, what's next? Awesome. So we talked about what energizes us. Um, let's talk about what stole your energy, what made you feel exhausted. Um, and this was really instructive for me. Um, I found myself many times last year exhausted, tired, and distracted when I was with my son. Um, And that's exactly not how I want to feel. So there was a lot of um, shame and and almost disgust with my behavior and how I felt. Why do I feel this way? Um, And I came to an important realization. Social media is not bad. Um, You know, focusing on ideas that you want to get out there, again, not a bad thing, but it has to be done at the right time. Um, And the temptation to check a quick response to a tweet, look at a message, um, you know, whatever it was that I was working on while I was with my son was really not, not great for our relationship. Um, so absolutely essential for me, um, to, uh, you know, to recognize that and to quarantine those different areas, you know, apart so that when I'm with my son, I am really with my son. I'm a present father, right? That's the whole idea behind this podcast. And I, I wasn't last year. Um, I was very distracted. And uh, distraction is exhausting. Um, and so that that was a really super important realization for me and something that I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to work on. Yeah. And you, uh, you put together a, a good about 50 second clip that we're going to upload as a short in about a week. Uh, I just finished getting that done and edited today. And uh, yeah, when you said that to us, I was just like, wow, this is, this is a really good video. Um, and definitely convicted me about, you know, being present um, removing those distractions. So Dustin appreciates you, uh, so eloquently putting that together because it's literally less than a minute and it's just, it was just boom, boom, boom. The whole thing, everything you said was right on the money. And, um, I think we all kind of need to, um, be very intentional about 
the distractions, the little things, especially when you're with your, your kids and your spouse. Uh, let's go Justin next. What do you think? What stole your energy this year? You're muted, brother. The mute button, boss. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. that's definitely we slayed one. It. Uh, exhaustion, man. I've, I've been, this has been the, the most tired I've ever been in my life just because I've been juggling going back to school, um, going back to, uh, you know, old habits and things. Uh, like Dustin said, I, I kind of drank in excess this year, man, because the world around us and the lack of leadership we have in our country and just everything going on is just depressing, man. So I, I turned it all off, tuned it out, tuned it all out. I uh, just try to focus on the family, focus on my life and, and my, my career and all the things I can. And, and that really kind of helped me re-energize and, and stay centralized. But yeah, just exhaustion, man. The first year of having a baby is... God, dude. So easy, dude. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. For all you dads out there... That's why we have one. Dad, <laughs> let me go ahead and tell you, man. Don't overburden yourself. I made the mistake. Oh, I got this. I feel 28. Yeah, well, guess right. Uh, right now, I feel 38 for sure. Uh, just because, man. Shots fired at Dustin. I mean, I am 38, but I don't feel 38. I never have, but I've just been, I stay up till 1230. I wake up at four or five, you know, every day. You know, four to five hours of sleep is not compatible with fatherhood. It's not compatible with careers. So I've had to kind of refocus my scheduling and, and work with my wife on on, you know, what do I need help on? What do you need help on? All right. Mm -hmm. As a team, how can we do this better? And just kind of, you know, figuring out our home life because it's been hard on her too. She's a, a physician full-time. Um, they have 26,000 plus active patients. So they, they see an astronomical amount of people every single day. And she comes mm -hmm. home just plain exhausted. And it's like, well, who's cooking, you know? <laughs> so it's just hard, man. But to, to touch back on, like you guys said, um, alcohol is definitely one, uh, it, you know, there's nothing worse than waking up to a screaming kid at three in the morning and, and you're hungover. <laughs> so, <laughs> advice to dads. Don't yeah. drink if you have a kid. Yeah. All right, so. Brandon, what about you? Yeah. Uh, three quick things, COVID people and unmet goals. Um, beginning of the year, obviously we, we dealt with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of COVID in our house and stuff, but um, one of the hardest things, you know, when I, when I read my Bible and, and, and I just feel like, the Holy Spirit's just convicting me or talking to me about something. There's something that my, in the past few years, uh, I've just been really convicted about was the quality of friends that I surrounded myself with. Um, and I had to weed out some people in my life who were bad for me long-term mm -hmm. um, that I loved dearly. Um, and I still love them, but um, they just weren't good for me long-term spiritually, physically, anything mentally. Um, so I had to trust God on it and I had to say, God, I'm, I'm going to weed these people out, but I, I need you to, to find me new friends. And, you know, and <clears throat> one of the greatest things he did was, you know, he brought this podcast together and I got mm -hmm. to be closer to you guys, but, you know, he gave me a handful of really good Christian men, uh, here in town and, um, got a great small group now. And awesome. He, op he opened so many doors for me. Once I was obedient, he opened up so many doors, like my job stuff came through, I mean, just so many things fell into place and it was like he was waiting for me to trust him on this. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I, I can't let you go through that door until you do that. So that was that was one. Unmet goals were mostly due to time constraints and some unrealistic expectations on my part. Uh, but I've learned to start small, like slay the small dragon mm -hmm. and build as I go. And so you gotta um, level up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then of course, you know, <laughs> I was talking about boat anchors, uh, in the questions. Um, and, and so, yeah, those two were definitely my, my anchors for sure. So. Awesome. Uh, let's see. So <clears throat> mine real quick on this one. Uh, yeah. The alcohol in excess, even if it wasn't like drinking to where you were just like, you know, schnockered, you know, you have just one too many. Now you're a little bit slower the next day. It detracts from your next workout. It, I mean, it's just bad. It's, it, it, it drains from you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I really like bourbon. I really like the taste of different ones. I'm not going to lie. I really love craft beer, uh, but it's bad for me. So, you know, it's going to have to be <clears throat> a lot less often, uh, you know, save it for special occasions or whatever. And then it's, it's a treat, not, um, you know, a constant detractor. Um, but then the other one was, you know, just getting overly frustrated, especially with, like the politics and stuff. Uh, last couple of years have just really, really uh, probably gotten to me more than it should. And in reality, I can't control it. So I need to just, um, you know, I can be disappointed by it or whatever, but kind of just not take it so seriously, let it go um, and trust God on the things that I can't really change and focus on what I actually can control with what he's given me, um, you know, and do the most at that. So uh, similar to, to what you had said, Brandon, there about, um, you know, trusting him more and, um you know, not letting other things kind of get in the way. So that that was it for me on that one. <clears throat> Sorry, Dustin, uh, number four, I think. All right. So boat anchors or uh, people who hold you down, you know, problematic people, um, you know, so for this, it's not your haters. It's not your annoying boss. It's not, you know, the people who are really annoying. It's it's people who are your friends or your family who who hold you down from your potential. They say, um, you know, oh, don't don't try so hard. Don't shoot for that because it's never going to work, you know, because they're looking out for you. So your your true boat anchors are not people who dislike you. They're often, you know, close friends and family. Sounds like, you know, some people in Brandon's life that, uh, you know, that love him and but just weren't, weren't good for him. Um, and, and so, you know, for me, it's more about the activity than the person, right? So my friends who I don't do productive things with, who it's, we're going to get together and just complain about stuff. There's nothing productive or positive there. There's nothing, um, we drink too much together. You know, I, uh, a friend that you can't hang out with unless you're drinking, you know, that's not a great sign, right? If, uh, if every single time you get together with someone, you're having significant amounts of alcohol, that's not a person who's, you know, there for your, you know, positive growth. Um, and so those friends and family in my life who I was able to recognize the activities that I did with them, um, that was a really enlightening thing for me to realize, okay, you know, these are people that I love and care about, but they are holding me back and I do have to limit my time with them. That's good. I like that. Um, I'll go next on this one. Shake, shake our order up a little bit. Uh, boat anchors. So I first kind of cheated a little bit and said, maybe not so much a who, but a what, and it kind of ties back to what you were saying about distractions, Dustin. Um, you know, even good things can be a detractor from, you know, time with my family and whatnot. So, uh, I love the idea of how you call it quarantining, right? Let's let's keep those set things in their set places. You know, leisure time, personal time has a place. Uh, you need to be able to decompress. But um, you really got me thinking about uh, being a lot more uh, intentional on on that whole kind of concept of quarantining uh, my hobbies or uh, distractions. Um, and then the other one that really kind of um, you know, I kind of already knew this, but then really had to kind of go through a real world scenario that kind of really solidified my uh, thinking on this. And and also was almost a validation that I have improved over the years um, working on, 
you know, dealing with difficult people or difficult relationships or ones that are, um, you know, challenging to say the least. Um, and really that's some just aren't worth the investment, right? Um, some relationships yep. you have to keep very superficial because, yep. um, you know, you kind of get to a point where if you're going to go out of your way to try and improve the relationship and it's just a total one-way street and, you know, the other person is just not really in a position where they're giving any signs that there's going to be any kind of reciprocation in terms of trying to improve uh, or, me- you know, mend fences, so to speak, from from the past. Um, you know, not don't be hateful or anything, anything like that to the person, but, uh, you know, kind of just keep it as a, a distant, you know, they're not going to be your confidant or whatever, right? So that was something for me that uh, I, I had struggled with a lot in the past. Um, and this year had a had a point or a chance to kind of, you know, work through a, a real world scenario and, you know, went, went talk to my counselor and just, Hey, like I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing okay, but I just want to run this by you and get your feedback. You're the professional, you know, do you think I'm going about this right? And like, I'm really proud of you. You're like a whole different person from, when, you know, when I first started working with you, uh, you know, eight years ago, nine years ago. So, um, yeah, some relationships are just not worth the investment. And, uh, I guess I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've already discussed my anchors a little bit, but it, man, one of the things that God really taught me this year um, through reading was Matthew seven, six was do not cast pearls before swine. And it, it, it attests to what you're talking about perfectly, which is, you know, you're offering something very valuable to someone who is unable to appreciate its value. And so I've had to learn to adjust like you have um, to give what's valuable to people who appreciate the value, uh, both in my yeah. work and in my, 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 my life, you know, and mm-hmm. getting out getting rid of the naysayers, the people that just, just, they anchor your self-esteem lower, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a gap you're growing and they're not. So they're staying down here. And when you're, you're right. growing, you have to keep going back down to them. And yeah. They're, they're trying to pull you back. Cause you're making them feel self-conscious right. about their lack of right. growth. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And you're yeah, right. He- back healthy, you healthy relationships. They would be proud proud of you or you know support you yeah so and that's the it's tough, tough thing it's it, hard to when it's family you know like if it's family or a really close like lifelong friend i mean it's yeah. it's a very it's easy for us to talk about it it's very difficult to you know in in a tactful way uh in a productive way kind of go through this process that we're describing yeah. right that's that's why it's you know i'm in my mid-30s now and finally just feel like i did it right for once yeah so it's tough. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's no, no. We can probably I mean, circle back to this one. I think yeah, there's probably a lot sure, of discussion sure. to be had on this one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, yeah. uh, Justin, I think that leaves you for number four now. Uh, I'd say the boat anchor for me is probably me, man. Just getting in my own way on stuff. Uh, not putting enough focus in multiple places, but too many at the same time. If that makes sense, I'm focusing on things that just grab my attention and then. I don't know, man, like with the exa- the mix of that and the exhaustion, it's kind of, I've struggled with some depressive states of, I've struggled with forgetfulness and it's, it's put a strain on my marriage sometimes. And it's put a strain on me because I'm not willing to stand up for myself. Like I used to I've kind of lost my ad- identity a little bit. I haven't helped myself to the standards I used to physically. Um, I don't know, man, it's, it's been a, a rough month or two, to be honest, if I'm just being completely open with you guys, I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of had to take some self-reflection and figure some things out. And 
yeah, everything's perfect um, in certain aspects, but in others, it's it's really lacking, and and it's hard to to juggle so many things at once. And yeah, I'm just tired, man. Just tired. Um, not getting in the gym and and being what I could have been this year, a full year of me being like I used to be or what I was before my son and some other uh, events in my life. I could have been could have been something on that, but um, just things like gaming um, and hobbies, I haven't had any, so I can't really say. I've got one game I play on the phone, and and it's it's caused some some stressors with my wife, but I've tried to cut back on it and, and just realize that you know it's not important. But at the same time, that's my only outlet for some friends sometimes because I'm so work I'm so busy with work and school and and you know we've got friends here, but they're my wife's friends. Um, I've got a few that are my own, but you know. Like I said, I kind of lost a little sense of my identity and just kind of retracted. Like you guys said, I was giving attention to people who just didn't deserve my mm-hmm. attention, uh, which I've never been that person, which was really weird for me. And uh, that's kind of why I was so confused. But um, and it can be in the form of not just friends. It could be family. It could be coworkers. It could be whatever. Um, and it's just it's frustrating. Like I've noticed a few things. And when I did that self-reflection, like people who just, you know, my wife and I pour our heart and soul to all the people we love and some people just don't reciprocate that. So I've kind of just quit giving a damn, to be honest, that's the easiest way to put it. Um, and I just, I, I'm not going to go and sugarcoat things for them. I'm not going to go the extra mile for them anymore. And I know that's a crappy way to look at things. And that may be me anchoring myself some more, but I don't know, man. Um, trying to find some self-reflection and, and, and I think me is my best answer. Well, I appreciate the uh, transparency and just being real with us. Um, you know, I, w- I will say that you're still in the thick of like having a newborn. So every little problem is just amplified uh, because, I mean, if you talk to Whitney, she'll tell you the the worst <laughs> two years of our marriage. And it's not because of our daughter. It's just that the extra stress and, you know, us kind of shooting ourselves in the foot because of it, dealing with it in all the wrong ways. Uh, those are probably the two worst years of our marriage, if I, if we're honest. So, um, I know exactly how you feel, and I know that doesn't necessarily make you feel better right now, but uh, it will just just you know, like you're saying, you've already identified what you can do to kind of improve it for yourself. So just be intentional about it. You know, leverage us as accountability, and um, you know, little by little, it will start to kind of improve how you're feeling about the overall situation. But uh, I really kind of feel like I relate everything you just said. I feel like I literally lived through that <laughs> to a T. So um, yeah, and I guess to all the dads out there in a similar boat, it's, I know it's cliche to say, it, but it, it, time does like help a lot. Um, just be intentional about what you can do each day. And uh, those, those little wins will, will pay off, so to speak. Yeah, it's like my kid. Well, I was going to say, it's like my kid brother who gave me the advice right before my son was born. He said, look, man, the best thing you can do. And he told me this, too, after um, some other traumatic things I went through. He said, look, man, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And uh, that's what I did. And then he said the same thing with my son. He said, look, kind of what I said before, it's the same thing with time. He's like, every week gets a little better and a little better and a little better. And Oh, don't get me wrong. I was smitten from day one with my son, but it was very hard until we adapted and learned. And so, yeah, he was right. Absolutely. Um, but every, every week, man, all I can say for you guys, it gets better. 
just uh yeah stop and breathe for a minute sometimes yeah well yeah yeah it, from i don't know i'm trying to figure out how to word it but um yeah, we'll come back to it. Let's yeah, come well, back let's to come it. back to yeah, it because I think this kind of spills over to the conversation we've yeah, been having, yeah. like in our group about margin and communication about like sure. you needing certain things. Because um, I think they all they're all kind of interconnected, especially on this topic of feeling overwhelmed. Uh, so I think this would be a really good one for us to kind of finish up at the end because it kind of ties in overall to this to yeah. all the points really, not just the bone anchors. But um, yeah, let, let's just remind us. If, if, if any of us forget, remind us to come back to that, you know, when we get through uh, all seven of these. So uh, let's move on to number five. Perfect. Okay. Um, so number five, uh, what did I not do uh, because of fear? Um, what held me back? Um, and I can say you guys really helped me break through uh, a hurdle that I didn't even realize I had, uh, a mental hurdle, which is that I'm just a guy. So if someone is a little bit famous or has, you know, a background, they're not going to listen to me. You know, my, my ideas aren't valuable to them. Um, I just don't have enough of a platform and audience. And wow, is I completely wrong about that? Um, you know, just because someone has a little bit of a platform or an audience does not mean that they, uh, are, you know, too good to talk to. And so, um, seeing you guys just reach out to people, you know, I said, Hey, I really think Dr. Harley's great. You know, his book is amazing. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> so Brandon said, let's yeah. make that happen. And <laughs> well, we almost did. I, <laughs> I was yeah. stuck on a flight, but it, it, it really opened up my eyes to, we are, you know, men in the prime of our powers. We have great ideas. We're worth talking to. Um, and just because we don't have a giant audience yet, <laughs> does not mean that, people who have valuable ideas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, you know, people who have valuable ideas and uh, have a large platform and audience won't talk to us. Um, and I'm a very successful professional. I have a great, um, social life. People respect me in person, but I had this weird hangup that that's not the case with social media, um, that there's this walled garden that exists there. And, uh, so whether it was fear or just not understanding, you know, kind of how the world works, you guys really helped me bust through that, um, that mental hurdle. And I'm not afraid to, you know, talk to people anymore. And I am amazed how many of them will say, that's a really good idea. Thanks for telling me that. Um, so thank you for that. You guys have been awesome. Yeah. Cool. So we're already having, you know, immediate impacts from just starting our podcast here. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, let's go, Justin, you're next. We're going to go, we'll go around counterclockwise this time. Sure. So, uh, what did I not do because of fear? Um, that's like kind of hard one just because I, I didn't really have any fears this year. Um, I guess you could kind of focus that with my son, uh, just fear for his health and safety. Um, I guess you could say I just I didn't have the peace of mind I usually have, if that makes sense. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, just because I fear for his life daily. That's just how it is as a new boy, a new father. I don't care how tough, rough and rugged you are. You can be the baddest son be on the planet. You can have no feelings and a ice cold heart, you know. But uh, when you have a kid, that changes 99.9% of the time. And, and you, you now fear for someone else's life instead of your own. So... I would say just like my peace of mind, um, just keep it short and sweet, not go too much into it. Cause I, I didn't really have any other fears. Like I said, the confidence I have with work and everything else, I feel great about, 
uh, I'm not afraid, like Dustin said, you know, these influencers and people we come after, we've got a few coming on soon. I'm actually speaking to one of them right now. So I'm sorry if I'm looking away, but, um, I'm not afraid to ask anybody to come on. I'm, I'm not too good. And I'm not too proud at the same time. Um, we're just all humans. We're all living on the same little rock in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so we got to love each other and we got to, you know, support each other. And I think that's, um, that's something a lot of people need to realize, uh, especially in today's society. Yeah. So. I got a little little tangent on that. Uh, when I was a young lieutenant deployed, we had like some big wig, you know, general come in or whatever. And I was like, I was getting all like antsy or whatever. And one of my sergeants like, somebody's like, what's your problem, sir? And I was like, oh, well, I mean, he's like the general. And he's like, he puts his pants on just like us, one leg at a time. And I was like, dang, all right, that's a good point. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just a dude too, right? He's just been doing this longer. So, yeah. Anyway. All right, Brandon, you're next. So a lot of people don't know this, but I, I prayed intensely about changing jobs because I went from an IT career to a finance-based career, which I have no prior experience of finance whatsoever. Um, I had to trust that um, what God had prepared me for, which he prepared me perfectly for it, was um, you know that the logic and everything else that I had learned in the past with my IT stuff would transfer over to the finance field. And it did. Um, but I almost didn't pursue that job. Um, you know, that, like we said earlier, the, the economy was, was shaky, man. And I was in a bulletproof government job with great pay. Uh, it had great health benefits, all these things had a, a you know, a 25 year retirement. Um, but I just knew that after I prayed and prayed and prayed, I just felt like God's will for me was to, to take the, the risk and, you know, being an analytical person and a high functioning anxiety person, I didn't want to, but I, I just had to you know, take that leap of faith. So I almost didn't um, take the job because of fear. And uh, man, that's, uh, it just could have been catastrophic. So take, take the risk guys. That's all I can recommend. Awesome. Uh, for me, it comes to finances, uh, talking with you guys, especially at that early episode where you're talking about finances. I felt like I knew virtually nothing and Dustin and Brandon are just like, bam, 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 this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, I, I need to educate myself or get someone involved who knows what they're talking about. So, uh, I've already taken the steps. Brandon put me in touch with, uh, the professionals that he works with and, uh, we're going to go down that path. My wife and I have a meeting tomorrow with them to kind of, uh, get everything set up and get going. And <clears throat> it's not, yeah, I mean, for me, that's just, I just have never really known a ton about it. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty proficient in a lot of areas of my life, and I just don't really feel like I am really know what I'm doing when it comes to, especially investing um, for the future. And so I guess it's not necessarily fear. It's almost like a lack of expertise just makes me not want to commit my money one way or the other. Um because I don't really know what I'm doing. It's almost like I don't know which direction to, to push the boulder type of thing. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess that that has kind of held me back for quite a while now. And finally, here we are now, kind of start of 2023. We're going to we're gonna get going on that for real. Getting, getting some pros involved since I'm obviously not. <laughs> so, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to, the, uh, to doing this again in a year and seeing uh, how I feel about it then. That Dogecoin ain't treating you right, huh? Huh? The Dogecoin? <laughs> yeah, I did, I did not buy any Dogecoin. I, I own zero crypto, actually, because, again, I just don't know what I'm doing with any of that. So I guess, Dustin, I should take your cliff notes and 
put a couple shekels here and there. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway. Well, it's skin of the game. You know, if you uh, have a hundred bucks worth of something, you're going to watch it. You're going to learn about it. Whereas if you don't own any, it's, it's just theoretically you don't care. So it is. It's um, good point. Uh, it, it can be a lot of fun. Definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just but, feel like uh, I'd be throwing darts at the wall, and I don't know where the target is. So that's, sure. that's kind of what's held me back, I think. But yeah, we're doing something about it now. There I'm you gonna go. Out, I love I'm it. Outsource it. <laughs> yeah. No, you got a great professional, and uh, I'm sure Brandon will be happy to talk to you about you know kind of where some of your money is and how it's working. So that's I'm excited for you. That'll be a great. Move. Yeah. So. All right, number six, Dustin, take it away. So biggest hits for the year uh, was putting this podcast together. This has been uh, so exciting, you know, so great um, doing the content creation. I've done a ton of writing um, on uh, Medium and Twitter. That's right. <laughs> the Friends of Fathers. Um, and, you know, it goes back to that fear thing. I spent uh, probably 10 years. I was on social media quite a bit, but I never produced. I was purely a lurker. Right. I would look at what everyone else did. And I had these ideas. That sounds really cool. I'd like to respond to them and see what they think, but they're not going to talk to me. So I'm not going to bother. And uh, now, you know, I realize actually I can talk to just about anybody. And a lot of people ignore me. You know, it's 50 50. But uh, a lot of times I get a fun response and I learn something. And, um, you know, it's, it's really cool to have those conversations with people that I didn't think were approachable. Um, so doing the content creation, doing the writing, doing the podcasting, huge hit for me. It's been so much fun. Um, in the process, you know, I've prioritized some of that stuff, uh, over my own health. Um, mm. I've not worked out as much. Um, my diet hasn't been a priority. Um, it's tough. You only have so much creative energy, you know, in the day. And uh, I feel like what little I have left after spending time with my son, my wife and in work, um, you know, I, I put into the, uh, the podcast and all that. And so that's definitely taken away from a source of great, um, I would call it kinesthetic creativity, uh, which was mm. exercising, which was playing team sports. Uh, yeah. I really do miss team sports. I play quite a bit of pickleball now um, with uh, some fellow dads. We have a great time with it. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It's America's fastest growing sport. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's, game. It's so good. Yeah. If there's any other pickleball Literally. dads out there listening, it's yeah, it, it's a blast. Um, so yeah. I miss that. And so, you know, for next year, definitely want to get back into some team sports um, and uh, want to get back to prioritizing my health because, you know, if your body isn't fed, your brain can't be fed. So I've got to mm-hmm. got to take care of this body. I only get one. Yeah, got the one you got. Brandon, you're next. Sure. Uh, Greatest hits, definitely the job. Uh, My family, like the harmony in my house is perfect now. Um, We just, we work so hard to to love and communicate with each other in a healthy manner. And my children are finally starting to model some of those things that my wife and I have been modeling with each other. Um, you know, they're, they're working hard. I just see them just growing incrementally, man. And it's, it's really exciting. And, um, you know, just, uh, one of the other things I did this year was I restored my self-esteem, you know, when I cut loose the people that were kind of the anchors in my life, I realized that I had to believe in myself. Um, and one of the ways I did that, um, was anchoring myself and how Christ views me. So that was really important for me. Uh, and then, one of the other great hits, um, obviously, besides the podcast, was I felt like I was consistently a light to others that needed it. Um, I didn't dim my light um, to be socially accepted. Um, and even when it was sometimes a hard thing to do, I was still trying to be a light for somebody. Um, so I was proud of that. But some of my misses, again, just like Dustin, gym goals were missed. Uh, just, just you know, picking up soccer coaching and doing that, letting fear drive me in some things. Um, I didn't pursue some ideas that I had, but other than that, that's, that's pretty much it for me. So. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I'll go next, and then Justin will close with you on this topic. I'll go real quick. Uh, so hits, I got three. One, uh, same company, switched role within my company. It's just a lot better suited to who I am and, and what kind of drives me. Really happy with it. Um, yeah, so no complaints there. That was, that was a big hit for me. Uh, number two, creating this podcast and just... It's not just the podcast itself, but going through these materials, the books that we've selected to to dive into and to kind of force myself to get better to to know what I'm talking about before each episode. Uh, that's been really, really fun for me. Not just fun, but also really valuable. I've learned some really incredible things that uh, I don't think I ever would have discovered if if we weren't pushing each other for this podcast. So that was that was number two. Uh, and then I kind of hit on it earlier, but number three, we had some really awesome family trips this year. I'm really glad we did it. Um, you know, some of them are a little bit of expensive, and it's kind of like, oh, should we spend the money on it? And I, I mean, now looking back, I'm 100% glad we did, uh, because you know we'll look back on it a decade from now and and still remember that that time. So, um, yeah, I didn't buy things. We we got trips. That's what we did this year. So you know, I'm I'm really happy with that. That was a big hit. Uh, and of course, my daughter had a blast on like every single one of those. So, uh, misses physical appearance. It's not, I didn't like gain a ton of weight or anything. I just I don't look. Compared to, you know, 2019, 2020, and 2021, I was in, like, some of the best shape I've ever been in my life, and I just came off that peak. Uh, and and it was kind of the things, too much alcohol, just not being intentional enough. So, really, uh, that was that was number one. That, that's, you know, I, I, I see the difference, and so that that's frustrating for me to kind of feel like I, I lost it a little bit. Um, too much time on distractions. You know, got a whole lot of them, guitar, gaming, all this other stuff. You know, I travel a lot for work. I've got the National Guard stuff to do, so I need to make sure that I'm cutting it uh, or making sure that um, I'm more present with my family um, outside of all these other distractions. And then we've all hit it a million times now. Is is the drinking? Just just really cutting it back. I uh, I plan to go at least the next three months, just none whatsoever, just to kind of have a hard reset on <laughs> you know good, starting good, over good. and kind of. A little bit of a cleanse and then just kind of keeping it from there to, you know, if we go out to a special dinner or something, then yeah, sure, I'll get a glass of wine or whatever and just kind of keep it to that. Uh, that that's my plan. Uh, Justin, hits and misses. Uh, hits, definitely this podcast. Um, well, I would say definitely work. Uh, landed some some pretty, pretty awesome accounts. I've, I've enjoyed everything and getting to work with family friends has been fantastic. Um, but most of all, uh, being a father, that's been the absolute joy of my life. And I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at it. My wife compliments it at least. So that makes me feel good. She's her, her opinion matters. Uh, misses my marriage. Uh, I can focus on some, you know, wants and needs my wife says, and I, and I try to, but um, sometimes we miss the mark and we, we learn from the failures, you know, and you just got to keep growing with that individual. And it's hard, you know, marriage is strained when you have a kid, I don't care how good it is. And if someone says it's not, they're lying, but it's, uh, it's, it's a miss in my book just because there were some opportunities I missed is my point. Um, and, and I've learned from those and, and my wife and I've had the conversations with the hard ones we need to have. Um, and now the good ones are starting to come back, but, um, you know, that's that's definitely the miss uh and then like i said the the physical uh prowess or you know workout schedule that was a definite miss um so yeah that's it all right dustin i think we are ready for our seventh and final topic in the annual review 
Oh, you're on the you get you, the mute boss got muted it now. I two muted down. myself. Ah, two down. Half <laughs> That's of us right. have fallen to the mute boss. <laughs> so, um, what did I learn? I'm not indestructible. Um, my body when I was 20 was basically indestructible. I could do a lot of stupid things and get away with it. Didn't hurt that bad. And that's just not the case anymore. So big learning Amen. thing for me was, uh, <laughs> you know, injuries do happen. Um, and they are not fun. Uh, when you have a, a two-year-old that you have to run right after and they sense weakness, <laughs> he's like, Oh, daddy doesn't feel good. I'm going to, I'm going to be a big, big pain in the butt. So, um, that's really key for me is, uh, to avoid injury. Um, and, the more you learn about exercise and, uh, you know, how to train your body, um, the easier it is to avoid injuries. Um, and so that's a key, real key for me is, uh, injury avoidance is, is my top, you know, priority with, um, with exercise. Uh, the other big one that was, uh, you know, kind of a painful thing to learn is, um, when you're just lurking on social media, it's easier to stay away from it. No big deal. You're not connected to anybody. You're just reading stuff. No big deal. Um, by really engaging pretty intensely in all these ways, you know, to try to grow a little bit of profile, I allowed myself to get addicted to social media. It's like a reflex. Um, you know, I'm with my son and I'm looking at him and then I'm looking and I'm, oh, there's a, a mm -hmm. notification I have to go look at, you know, and so I'm looking at my phone. So that that's about as close to an addiction, you know, as, as anything can be. So that was a really important thing for me to learn was that that's how my brain reacted to this whole process. Um, it can happen to a 70 year old man. It can happen to a kid. You know, it's a very addictive thing. And that was important for me to learn that, uh, you know, it can happen to anybody. So, um, I'll talk to you guys because we'll, you know, kind of trial by fire on some of this stuff. Um, what the best way to to keep the social media in the background when it's only used at a certain period of time so that it's being used to your benefit without taking over and starting to, you know, come in and harm my relationships with my, mm. my family. It's good. Uh, Justin, why don't you go next? Things sure. Um, just learning that you know, uh, for a marriage to work, marriages work, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, a great year and a, and a hard year at the same time. You know, my wife and I've had so many milestones and so many good things and so many blessings, but at the same time, like, you know, we've, we've had some spats as well. And, you know, I don't mean to keep harping on our beating a dead horse, but, um, I just, I learned, that I, I think the most important skill I need to master um, is my reaction to things. Um, don't react emotionally. It's, it's, it's very, very hard. Um, you know, it's, I don't know, this is one of my more serious casts. And I know I'm, I'm being a little more somber today and I'm sorry, but um, you just, don't you got to learn through the growth. You got to, no, I mean, it's, it's you just got to grow. You got to you got to learn the growth patterns. You got to learn how hard it is to grow and growing with somebody's a, a hard concept. And, and mm -hmm. you know, like I said, my wife's a cage and she's fiery, man. She lets me know and I'm stubborn and I let her have it back. And, you know, we I, I need to just not react emotionally and, and disarm that. And it's hard sometimes because of, you know, the crap I've been through previously with some some other folks. I'll just leave it at that. Um, it was very toxic. It was, it, you know, certain things trigger that emotion from me and, and that, that frustration or those angers. I don't, I don't have those feelings 99.9% .9 of the time, but there's a specific individual who pulled that side of me out, uh, and, and brought some insecurities, brought some, some bad, horrible habits I had to work on, um, like talking over people because I was trying to be heard. And, you know, she, she kept me from feeling that way with certain things and aspects and relationships. 
Um, and you know, some other things I learned in therapy, like, uh, trying not to overshadow someone else's words or, or their comments or, you know, not being empathetic. And, and that was something that I struggled with for a long time. So I, I still find myself struggling, um, a little bit today with those things. And then with my wife, wife reigniting some of those feelings with her tone or her anger. Yeah. It, I'll be frank, it pisses me off, you know, and it's, it's hard to deal with anger because I'm not getting the workout. I don't have an outlet. I'm not running, you know, 25, 20 miles a week, like I used to, and things have changed, man. And with the change comes, comes the, the pain. So, um, it's been different, man, but, uh, at least I still have my beard unlike you, George. And, uh, you know, I did learn about TP, uh, PPTPs. So there's that, um, having a boy invest in one. It's, uh, <laughs> That's that's definitely yeah. something I learned this year because uh, old faithful will work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do miss the facial hair already. Uh, thanks for. I know you me. do. That's why I said it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm 12 again. And Justin, it's so awesome that you mentioned emotional reactivity because that's actually one of the the primary lessons that I really learned to hammer home um, this year. Um, and the ways that I did that was I practiced mindfulness. I developed, uh, I continued to develop and sharpen my emotional intelligence, uh, which is like the ability to recognize and understand my own emotions when I'm losing them, or I'm starting to feel like they're, they're, you know, getting increased. Um, I'm able to manage them better. Um, like you said, communicating effectively, especially when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel overwhelmed, communicating effectively, uh, is so vital, um, because you have to communicate your needs and feelings in a clear way and sometimes in an assertive way because it can help you maintain your composure. A lot of dads just, just fire off the cuff. Just, and that's why I always like one of the things I live by is a five second rule. So it's like, man, I want to just say something and just verbal vomit as I call it. But if I take five seconds to just think about what I'm feeling and I express it calmly and I take a breath and I don't, do it out of anger or quickness, then I find that the conversation is healthier. Defenses don't go up, you know, that kind of thing. So communicating effectively was a really big lesson. Um, practicing self-care was another big lesson this year, um, especially as I was growing my self-esteem again. Um, self-care is a, it's just a really important thing that I think a lot of dads kind of shirk as not necessary, but um it's absolutely necessary because you got to keep things in your life balanced. If they're not balanced, something's suffering and usually it's self-care. Um, so taking time to be mindful, to read a book, to take a walk, to go to the gym. I mean, eat some good food by yourself, just quietly. I mean, whatever, just self-care. It's really important. Um, it's essential for managing our emotions. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's some of the things I learned, but yeah, it's, it's, really important especially for your emotional reactivity so good um let's see mine uh, i think one of the first ones i wrote down was how important it is modeling positive male qualities to my daughter um those books by dr meg meeker that i read were extremely eye-opening and kind of scary it's like um literally everything that i do is essentially cementing in her mind what she needs to look for in a future husband and that's it's a pretty large responsibility when you like really sit there and, so this book is just breaking it down i was like man 
oh, I've been doing some things not so good, you know, and it's like, oh, there's time to adjust, but uh, wow, that, that was some real eye-opening, um, not that I didn't take my role seriously before, but uh, she really doesn't mince her words in those books, and she really makes it very clear about, you know, look, I, I've done this for, I think she said like 40 years or something like that. I've studied a lot of kids and the roles that fathers or lack of fathers play and their development is all these problems. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> need to need to hone that in. So that was number one. Um, financial planning was number two. Um, so thank you to you guys for kind of, you know, inadvertently lighting the fire under me. I'm like, okay, this, I got to be more serious about this. Um, yeah, the next one was just taking a pause or removing myself from arguments or heated moments really pays serious dividends. Um, in the heat of the moment, you know, being right never improves the situation. It always makes it worse, even if you are 100% right. So uh, just allowing time for people to cool off, um, tactfully standing your ground if you're being mistreated, but in a way that also diffuses the situation and, um, you know, giving truth with love. So that was that was a big one for me also. And then uh, the last one is just being very intentional about even the little things. So I think I think most of us are probably very intentional about all the big things, right? Work, school, whatever else, all the all the things that like are big ticket items. But we've talked about it here: distraction with notifications on a phone when you're with your family, or um, you know, not missing a workout or something something little like that. When oh, I'm tired, I, I can just make it up tomorrow or something. Um, it's, it. Those those little those little misses really stack up by the end of the year, and when you look at the where we're at now, kind of looking back, it's like ooh, some of those things really piled up a little too much. So um, keeping that balance, and then uh, I do want to talk into this about because I think we all talked about uh, fitness or our, our appearance and everything. I think I I had done intermittent fasting for a long time uh, up to up into this year, and then just kind of with all the travel and everything, I, I just stopped doing it. Um, I'm convinced it's a superpower. Like I, I've started back on it for the last like three weeks and already the results are insane. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing how fast it's uh, made a difference. So I'd like to talk about that more when we finish all these here. So Dustin, I'll put the ball back in your court now. This is your idea. You're the one who found this uh, annual review. We've gone through the seven topics. Where do you want to take it from here? Do you want to rehash on any of the topics we covered? Is there something you heard that you want to dive into? But ball's in your court, man. So, yeah, I put four action items together um, okay. based on the annual review. Um, I'd like to do a lightning round because we talked about brevity and being quick. And I, I was even despite it. that, you know, I was still kind of um, rambling a little bit. So uh, an hour one, and six minutes in. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So lightning round, I'll be quick about it. And then you guys just give me some quick feedback and then we'll move on. Um, personal leadership. Um, so. One quick thing that I can do that I think uh, makes me a leader and that I think my wife will appreciate, um, I'll do a daily scan of the house and consciously look for three things that I can improve on. So right now, what I do or what I have done over the past couple of years is I sit on the couch and I go, oh, how can I help? And my wife goes, I don't know. There's a million things you can do. Do you really need me to tell you? And that's not leadership. That's, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not a hired servant. Right. <laughs> you know, I have to make those decisions yep. for myself. Um, yeah. Oh, I, that's, God, that's so me. Because... Ultimately, I, I I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I wish I did, but I don't care if the house is clean. I really don't care if the laundry's done. And I should, and that's horrible, but I just don't. <laughs> so I have to take ownership of it and make myself care. And yep. by being the one who makes the decision instead of just being the employee in the household, mm -hmm. 
Um, I think I can make myself care more. Um, and I think my wife will appreciate that. And I think I will appreciate it. And I think that's a win for everybody. So when I get home, um, do a scan. What are three things that need to be done that I can help with the most? Um, and I'm going to do that every day and I'm going to make it happen. Um, and along with that, uh, another Sahil Bloom special here, never miss two consecutive days. So for example, if you do a workout three days in a row and then you miss a day, no big deal, right? You haven't really broken the habit. If you miss two consecutive days, the habit's pretty much broken and you're done, right? So you have to make sure you don't miss two consecutive days. Um, so for that habit, I'm going to find those three things, get them done, help out. I'm going to make sure to tell her as well. A lot of times I'll do stuff at home. Don't tell her. And she goes, you didn't do anything. And then I'm like, well, yeah, I did. I did this and that. Oh, I didn't notice. Okay. So uh, take ownership of it. Do it. Let her know that I did it and uh, and take that, that leadership element. So what do you guys think? I, I love, I love that. Um, the the stepping up and stopping the following is is a really tough thing to do because like you said it's so habitual and ingrained and man there's there's a lot of qualities in in leadership that we can all improve on but as dads i think one of the biggest leadership skills that we always have to improve on is communication i just i keep going back to it but communication a good leader is able to clearly and effectively communicate their vision their actions um, and, and I think that when you do that and, and you're, you're focused on improving yourself, everything else kind of improves just by default. Um, and, and John Michael talked about that a lot, actually, in our, our previous podcast and did an excellent job of, of explaining that. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the fact that you're stepping up and, and working hard to improve, man, it's fantastic because because like they say, you, you can't hit a target if you're not shooting at it. You know what I mean? And if you don't know what your target is. And so, you know, both. And yeah, man, it's, it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm going to cut in real quick on the uh, the fine three things. I, I'm going to guess that I need to I'm getting the subtle hint from my wife that I probably need to start doing that a little bit better myself. Because <laughs> in all caps, she said Dustin for the win with lots of exclamation points. So uh. I think that one might be a good one. So um I, I think maybe she's trying to imply that I, I maybe do that one myself. So we'll add that one to the list for me. And I do like that never miss two workout days. It, sometimes just time runs out, right? The crap happens. Kid gets sick. Dog has to go to the vet, whatever. The, your car breaks down. All right. Well, sorry. Going. So more specifically, never miss two days of whatever the activity, the habit you want to make. Oh, any so that habit. could be Not a workout. workout. Yeah. My bad. But specifically here, if I go a week and I find my three things, I do great. And then I miss a day and then I get right back on it. That's awesome. But if I do it for four days and then I stop for a couple of days, the habit's broken. And right, I basically so like just that. had a cute little, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So whatever, whatever positive habit that needs to be in place, don't miss two days in a row. Okay. But yes, I, I think the sentiment's still the same where like stuff is going to happen. Sometimes you miss the day, not because you were being lazy. It's life is crazy sometimes. So yeah. Uh, you know, things get out of control. All right. I, I like both of them. I actually have no critique of either. Um, obviously, I'm definitely going to do the fine three things. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so, let's do it. Um, yeah. I haven't started doing that yet. So uh, don't give me too many uh, pats on the back just yet. Well, I have to get it done. It's a good idea. <laughs> now we can put it into action together and we'll hold each other accountable. So today's the fourth. We're going to start on the fifth. Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. We're going to get it started a lot. Yeah. Justin, think, to you. Yeah. Uh, Dustin literally hit the nail on the head with what my wife and I've been having conversations about. 
she uh, wholeheartedly would agree with Dustin, which would drive me nuts. But thanks, Dustin. Uh, setting me up for failure, baby. You'll be a pallbearer so you can let me down one last time when I die. <laughs> but, uh, can we can we hold you on the coffin and dance at the... Yeah, yeah. Gosh. As long as you have some of the African guys come, you know. The... That's, yeah, I was talking about that meme. Yeah. I forget meme. the music. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But anyways, uh, yeah, no. So um, she's like, well, you know, you need to do this. You need to do this. I'm like, well, you gave me a honey-do list a mile long. You expect me to remember all this? And she's like, well, you're supposed to write it down. And I'm like... I got time right now. Like I'm trying to build a business. I'm doing this, but I can be better and just not give excuses. And you know, it is what it is at the end of the day. So I, I do need to get better and just find stuff, be proactive. I think that's one of the best words that we need to concentrate on as men and as fathers is being proactive. If you stay ahead of the curve, eventually they'll start to realize, and then you can have time for hobbies like this or, you know, mm. other stuff. So, well, I, I got, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I got a lightning challenge for you guys. Um, never use the response. I'll do it in a minute this year because a lot of guys are super, super guilty of this. They'll wife asks for help. He's distracted with something and says, I'll do it in a minute, honey. Like they want to do it on their time frame, And usually that time frame's an hour from then. That's my so favorite thing to say. That's going to be so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a good challenge, but yeah. Oh, all right, I'm writing that down. Well, I think we need to do smart goals, right? Expectations <laughs> here. There you go. There you go. Okay. Fair. All right, Brandon. Uh, I got a, I got a lightning one for you then if you want to come out with the hardball stuff. Absolutely zero sugar that is not natural for the next three months. I can do that. With that I've already started. I'm three days in, so I can do it. I can do it. Might have to stab myself a couple times. Three out of 90. Have fun. I can do no it. Sneaking can it. Do it. No sneaking it. I know you. I'm going to do my best. Um, I was going to say, I think the, the distinguishing point that Dustin was making about the fine three things isn't that it's necessarily chores or cleaning up the house. It's that if we abdicate like well, how can I help next? You're basically making your wife parent you in addition to the other kids or kid in the house. So just like grab a few things, clean it up. Um, yeah, but I think by quantifying it like this, Dustin, because we're very task-oriented beings, this will help me be a lot more like, okay, did I do the three things today? Okay, I did. Sounds stupid. It probably sounds ridiculous to women like, well... <laughs> There's more than three things. Why do you need to write it down or whatever? I'm like, well, because we drag our knuckles. I don't know. But yeah. I, I I like the idea of uh, it'll help me be very intentional because it's now it's like a box that I have to take out and do, right? And and because it's quantified, it will happen. Whereas if it's this nebulous thing of, well, just don't don't ask her what you can help with. Just help. You know, that that's not really like specific. So, yeah. And most importantly, it was my idea and my agency, and that's going to make me feel like a leader. And it's, I think it's going to help my wife, you know, appreciate it as well. And I, I have to communicate that with her as well. Um, another thing I learned this year, my wife is not a mind reader. Um, you know, when I have certain feelings and needs and I don't communicate those to her, she may not know that. <laughs> and so, you know, these kinds of actions, um, her love language is acts of service. That's her favorite thing. And my least favorite thing to do is acts of service. So, <laughs> you know, if I can meet her in the middle and, and make those happen, that's going to be a huge, huge positive. Mm -hmm. Um, so number two, um, 
screen time limits uh, to avoid checking my phone with my son. So a couple ideas of how I think I'm going to make this work. Um, I, I don't think it makes sense for me to have no you know, access to any kind of messages or anything for six to eight hours a day. I don't think that's fair to my friends, to people, to be totally unreachable for large portions of the day. Not every day, at least. I think it's great to take time away you know, completely from any kind of digital. It's you know, called the digital Sabbath. Um, where you basically, you know, spend one day a week or once a month where you have no access to any kind of internet or communication. Um, I would love to do that at some point, but as far as every day, that it doesn't make does sense. That, you know, does for that include life. like TV and stuff too, or yeah? So just like go go outside, do whatever. Just don't know. Full Amish, no screams. Screens. Well, you can take a car, you know, that kind of, yeah, the idea is no screens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no screens. There's no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so how I think this is going to work. Uh, and again, let me know if you think this is because it's easy to get around it. If I have a watch on where I can at least get messages, then if something important happens that I need to you know, respond to a friend in theory, you know, I wouldn't get messages from Instagram, from Twitter, from any of that kind of, you know, the stuff that really distracts me. I would only be able to see messages and calls, you know, from kind of emergency type situations. And then if it's really important or something that needs to be addressed, I can run over to my phone, which is in another room and access it that way. Um, and I don't think the temptation will be too strong to where I won't be able to avoid it. Um, but that's the idea is when I'm with my son, my only access to technology or media will be on my watch, which is pretty limited as far as how much I can actually look at. Um, so what do you, what do you guys think? That's great. I love that. I was just about to say that right there. That's how you can get your messages and uh, not get distracted. Yeah. I don't have a wearable or anything. I'm not going to go buy a. How much do those watches cost? Probably a lot. Um, I think I just need to maybe for me. I don't. That won't work for me. I I think I need to maybe do. Put it on a calendar. Put it in my Outlook. That's as silly as it may be. Block my time. Hey, phone down, phone off, or whatever. No. You know. I don't well, know. actually, to if it's on urgent that enough, point. they'll call. Right. I don't need to look at the texts. Or emails. If it's bad enough, they call. So if yeah. it's a phone call, pick it up. Then I don't know. Maybe that that's for me. But I like it. Well, I don't yeah. like wearables. I hate the idea. Maybe I'm. It's just never appealed to me. That's just me personally. I know. I know for a lot of people, it's really a thing. I I hate the concept. I don't want yet another thing I have to keep up with that buzzes on me and notifies me. Mm -hmm. Um, I like wear my tactical army watch that does GPS and all that stuff. And it's essentially dumb because it does nothing with my phone. Um, but that's just me. And I'm kind of old school when it comes to my watch, I guess. But Yeah. Well, I think the, the difference in us too is uh, George and I are wearing, well, or Dustin, excuse me. Uh, Dustin still is. I'm not anymore, but we were in operating rooms and you can't, you can't have distractions in operating rooms. Yeah. You have, you know, specific that's tasks fair. and goals. That's and fair. so, I would look at my watch to make sure it wasn't an important text or phone call from somebody. And so it became a habit. Got it. And that's kind of why I like the wearables. Um, and then obviously all the perks like, you know, GPS and yada, yada, yada. But um, it's, it's nice because there's not a lot of response you can do, especially if you're spending time with your family, because you're not going to look at your watch and go, Hey, text so-and-so ha ha ha, bro. Kit, I need it's you, like, buddy. Yeah. That's not going to happen. You're going to be like, eh, I'll get back to it later, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to put it off. So that's the, the reason I was going to suggest it is because it's so easy to just be like, okay, cool. Got the gist. There's not an emergency. Don't need I mean, it. maybe another, another idea could be it, like 
put it in a Faraday cage a little bit, right? Like put it in a, a old school, like those, uh, you know, the old like pencil boxes we used to have, the plastic ones, put it in those. So if it rings, you'll hear it, but you're not like able to easily get to it and just kind of like put it up on the counter or whatever. So you're not, there like, are really uh, clever so in your hand, you know what I mean? So there's lock boxes where you can set for four hours, eight hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. And no matter what, they won't unlock. There's no code. Once it goes in, whatever it's your phone, whatever it is, you seal it. And if you hit four hours, you can't get to your phone for another four hours. That's so a recipe for disaster, yeah, brother. I, You're going to have an emergency. <laughs> in the I, need to, I know, yeah. yeah. For yeah. me personally, yeah. I, if, if there's an urgent enough call, I got to take it. That's, that's the nature of both my jobs. So yeah, unfortunately, that's, that's just the world I live in. Um, so yeah, I think I have, but you're you're making me think about methods I need to uh, in place to to almost enforce that I'm not doing this with my daughter. Um, mm -hmm. And I did it today at lunch, and I'm like looking at myself and I'm kicking myself right now. I was working yep. on something for the podcast, and like it could have waited. I can't believe I was, you know, what I mean, I'm like yeah. upset with myself right now about it, but. Um, well, I appreciate that you prioritized us over your daughter. That means a lot. So <laughs> I'm sure she'll thank me for that, you know, when she's older. Well, scheduling time's a big thing. That's something my wife was talking yeah. about recently. It's a joint joint calendar. And if if you're smart about the calendar, you can put time for yourself or time for activities or things like that where it's like, hey, this is a, a time where, you know, it's me or you or whoever and, and mm -hmm. we none of us should be bothered or unless it's, you know, an emergency and then you have that time carved out and you gotta you ain't gotta worry about things mm -hmm. as much. Yeah. I think the hard part about it is a lot of you know, when your kids get a little bit older and they can talk and they kinda are their own person now, a lot of your interaction becomes very spontaneous. Um oh hey dad, can we go ride the scooter? Well, I wasn't really planning on it. I don't really want to, but <laughs> we you know, I mean like I yeah. So the, I think that's where I'm struggling with how to input like a fail safe or what not that's not the right word. Uh basically a built-in like accountability to remove the distraction of phone alerts or whatever. Um to just go do that thing with her because it may, you know she'll want to she'll act like she wants to go out for like 7 hours and we get out there for like 15 minutes and she's like okay I'm bored let's go back inside or whatever or go to that other thing and oh, it's like okay but I don't need to be on my phone when we're doing that. Um, so I don't know. I've, I'm honestly at a loss for like what a good method would be. Maybe just leave it in the house. I I don't know. It's close enough. If something's really bad, you know, my wife can come tell me the phone's ringing. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, the, the most important people are the family. So it doesn't really matter about everyone else. They can, they can understand that you're in family time. And if, if there's a true emergency, like you said, the phone's going to go off enough that Whitney's going to be like, oh, crap, what's going on? Yeah, you know, so. uh, I'll need to do some thinking on this one. But so as a secondary and Brandon, I know you had a couple ideas you want to get to. So I'll be quick. Um, screen time limits. Uh, I don't know how you do it on the Android, but on the iPhone, you can limit each individual app to however much time you want to do. Um, so I posted a little graphic um, where I set TikTok to one minute, you know, kind of as a joke. And once one minute hits, the phone shuts it off and says no more TikTok for you today. Um, you know, Twitter, 15, 20 minutes tops. And then again, it, it stops YouTube, all of these. Um, I'm playing with the numbers as to kind of what the right limits are. Cause I keep hitting, I bump up against those limits and I'm like, Oh, I was about to respond or post something, but I said, I'm not going to do it. So I'm done. You know, it's out. Um, so, you know, 20 minutes is a little tough with what I'm trying to do. 
Um, but that at least then you can say, okay, well, I can still respond to messages if I need to, but I'm already hit a half an hour of Pokemon Go today. I'm done catching Charmanders and Pikachus. You know, we got it. This is ridiculous. Let's get rid of this, you know, kind of thing. So that that's another option there as well as a secondary way of, you know, preventing that attention from, from being taken. I, I got to interrupt and ask, are you really walking around parks still playing Pokemon Go? No, that that's ridiculous. Who would ever? Not parks, <laughs> ORs. <laughs> <You're doing it. laughs> I guess, I guess when you're trapped in a giant building, I guess that uh, you got to find something to do. That's funny. That's awesome. That co- it came out like t- 2016. Uh, yeah, I think I actually started playing it the first day. My wife and I both still play together. It's a super fun activity we do together. Um, That's fun. We, we trade our Pokemans together, and I say, hey, I need your Charmander. <laughs> if you're doing it with her, that's that's fun. That's... It's, yeah, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> I actually remember that in Atlanta. We would be taking dogs out. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember. Exactly. I don't think I forgot. I play uh, Age of Z on the phone. It's a strategy game, and it's like all about war and tactics. It's fun. It's a mindless thing I do every now and again, but I've kind of cut back on it myself. I like the idea of limits. Uh, Again, I think it's hard for me, though, I think because every week looks very different for me. Um, Mm. I don't have a very set schedule in terms of like how many hours I'll be working or how many hours I'll be traveling. And a lot of times it's very last minute, too. Like, so I don't know. I'll need to play with that. But even then, right, I could I could be listening to a book on Audible versus Twitter or something. You know, yeah. I, mean, I could do something more productive, even if it is still on the phone when I'm, you know, on the move or whatever. But sure. Yeah. So so uh, I had a few things that I'm doing this year um, that I found were really important. And it, one of them plays on what we were just talking about with technology, which is I'm actually reading my Bible from my actual Bible like an actual printed copy, not from my phone, because I would find myself sometimes being distracted by social media or other notifications popping up. And it's like, no, I need to have intimate, intentional time in the word Mm -hmm. by myself and do it, whether it's an early morning when my kids are asleep or or late at night. Uh, But I have to do that on a more consistent basis. So that's, that's what one of my goals this year Um, Another one is um, have more emotional conversations and connections with both my children and my wife every day. So like a couple strategies that would help with that. Uh, For example, I walk in the house with a smile, no matter how bad my day has been. I go in with a smile. I take a couple of breaths before I go in. And usually my days are great, so I don't have to worry about that. But even on the hard days I go in, I'm, I'm, I'm happy and I'm excited to be home. I show that to my children I come in. The first thing I do is I kiss and hug their mom and I ask her how her day was. I intentionally listen. And then I go straight over there with excitement. I pick up both my kids and give them like a long, deep hug um, to let them know that I've missed them, that I care for them and that, you know, just fill up their love cup, as I call it. So that's that's one thing I'm doing this year. Um, The other thing that I'm doing with my kids is I'm not going to dim their light. Um, Anytime we emotionally react to our children or we yell at them or we lose our patience with them. If it's something that's innocent and genuine that they were trying to express, you've dimmed their light. And it just, I think of instances of that all the time that, and it just breaks my heart. So one of the things that I've set for myself is to never dim their light, to, to foster growing their light. Um, and then the other thing that's always worked for me 
um, keeping me happy, even in times of anxiety and stress, is taking a daily inventory of the things that I'm grateful for. Um, just a, you know, creating an attitude of gratitude, as they say. Um, the more you think on those things, the more you rewire your brain to think positively and to, to, to count your blessings instead of, well, I, my, my cup's half full, you know? Uh, so I've been really trying to continuously move my brain into that direction. Um, so those are the, those are the main things that I'm, I'm trying to challenge myself to do, um, that I'm really holding in a high priority for sure. Um, but yeah, sitting down with my wife every night and having more intimate conversations, even if it's just me listening and her talking, um, because I know that that's one of my wife's higher needs. Um, so, so for me, I'm definitely going to start practicing that more. I, I do it a lot now, but I'd like to do it more intentionally. So, all right. Um, I was kind of realizing we're, we're going through all these things that we say we're going to do and we're kind mm -hmm. of dangerously drifting into the realm of new year's resolutions that are, <clears throat> they sound great, but we haven't really quantified anything. So let's use some smart goals. <clears throat> and let's uh, let's each pick one that we just did and put some specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound uh, metrics to them. And that way we can kind of hold each other accountable to it. So anyone want to go first? Um, yeah, so let's talk about uh, that personal leadership. Um, I am going to get that done at least once a day is the goal to okay. find three items that I can get done in under five minutes. These aren't, you know, major house. Right. Problems, right. It's right? just so, the clutter, something yeah. that will, it, it takes a little bit off her plate. Yep, exactly. So that's going to happen every day. Um, again, I'm not going to miss, if I miss a day, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'll know that I did it and I'll be really intentional at making sure that that second day I get it done. So I'm going to stay on it and get this, uh, <clears throat> try to shoot for every day. Um, if I okay. lapse, you know, make sure two days don't go. Um, as far as achievable, I think this is very doable. I think um, 15 you know, to 20 minutes of yep. little stuff to help my wife is very doable. I think that's achievable. If I was saying 30 minutes to an hour, uh, I don't think I would do it. Um, so I'm going to start you know, with that 15 minutes, three little things, definitely achievable. Um, very measurable. It's three things. Um, I'm going to write them so good. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. But th that's the goal is to make sure that I, I communicate this very clearly to my wife. This is what's been done. I made it happen. How else can I help? Um, but these are the these are the three things that I found most relevant that, that we're able to get done. Um, as far as specific, uh, these are going to be things that I'm going to do at home um, in indoors. Uh, these aren't going to be mowing the lawn. This isn't um, getting outdoor activities and chores done. This is specifically stuff around the house. Um, uh, little, little chores, little naggy stuff, um, dishes, cleaning clothes, you know, any of that kind of thing. Um, so specific to just that. Um, okay. And I think that's, that's going to be what I'm going to get done. I like it. Um, <clears throat> I like this one a lot too. So I'm going to adopt it exactly as you described. So to recap, it's three things around the house. It'll take you 15 to 20 minutes every day. Uh, every day that you're home, I'm, I'm not home every day, but, yeah. um, <clears throat> it is achievable and it's relevant obviously because it's, it's, it's contributing to your household and it, I think all wives would appreciate that. So I'll steal that one. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, let's do the alcohol one. So at a minimum, I'm going to, so specific is zero alcohol. Uh, that's also the measure is not going to have any, 
uh, for a period of three months. So um, we're going on a trip in March as a family. So I'll I'll probably break that there and have like you know one or two with when we go out to dinner with our friends or something. So uh, that'll be the first week of March, I think. So that's almost exactly three months. So um, that trip is my goal line there. Uh, I think it's achievable. Uh, honestly, I don't really need it. It's not like I have a compulsion to have it. It's just kind of a, it, it's, I've bought it. And so then it's there and then I have some, and so I'm just not going to buy it at the store and then problem solved, uh, relevant. I think it's massively relevant, obviously <laughs> health wise, but also example wise, um, among many other things and then time bound. So for now it's the three months, but, um, it's a little bit of an experience for me. So I'm going to kind of think through this process afterwards and then evaluate like how to kind of stay on a good track. That's, you know, a, a repeatable habit, not just a, a one-time feat of strength or something, you know, George, can I jump in real quick and yeah. say how I might modify it for myself? Um, sure. I think doing a three solid months of no alcohol would be, I would miss out on some things where I do want to be able to drink. I've got my wife's birthday and mine coming up and a couple of things where there are specific days um, that I'd like to be able to have some alcohol. Um, and so I think if I were to say only on, you know, once a month, a very rare occasion, I'm still going to have that alcohol. That would be a huge win for me. Uh, because, you know, for me, the, the issue is I'm a little stressed or a little tired. So I have a drink here or there and yep. it wasn't uh, a premeditated decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I look at my three months and say, I'm, picking these five days out of those three months that I'm going to allow myself to drink. And the other days I'm not going to do it. And then Mm. if I have a friend and a boat anchor who says, we got to get some drinks, man, I miss you. Let's do this. I'm going to tell him, man, I love you. Um, I'll do some other activity with you. I've got a really important goal to me and that's not to drink. Um, Mm. And then if, you know, that person tells me, wow, that's super lame. I don't want to hang out with you. That's really instructive to me. Wow. Really? You don't want to hang out unless we're drinking. Okay. Now I I just learned something. So I think Mm -hmm. that is how I could make that achievable for me is to have specific days that I look at that I can say, I'm going to allow myself to, to break this um, because these are special occasions. That's uh, I think that's fair. And it's uh, insightful or not insightful, but uh, realistic with yourself about the fact that you have some big events. I don't, I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think we have any real big birthdays or anything like that, that I would really want to uh, until that trip. So we're we're gonna go to Colorado. I want to go to like they've got all kinds of microbrews. That's why like for me that would be yeah. I don't need to have alcohol on Valentine's Day though. I mean, I, I don't. For me, that's not really what we do <laughs> on Valentine's Day anyway. So uh, for me personally, I don't. I I think I'm good with just none. But I think in your situation, that's also realistic that you have some some big events, and I don't think that that's the the goal isn't to be completely. Uh, like completely abstain from it whatsoever. It's just to kind of keep it in a, a a small place where it is a special thing on special occasions. That's that's really what I want to get to for myself. So I rambled on that one a lot. Uh, Justin, Brandon, you guys, I'll go have one. Uh, to pick up, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna pick both your your uh, I guess. What do you want to call them since they're not resolutions? Your plans of action your out, smart coming goals. out of our annual review. Um, yeah. So I I'm gonna do the three items for the wife daily. Uh probably move it up to four, honestly, if I'm smart. Um I'm definitely gonna stop drinking and I already have. I haven't had a drop since New Year's. Um 
don't plan on it until national sales meeting in Orlando in February. And then I'm going, I'm literally flying back on the seventh and flying out the eighth to Mexico to a friend's wedding with Ainsley. So nice. Uh, I will be drinking at those events, but after <laughs> that I will make up for it by adding another month to nice. it. So I'm not going to uh, drink. Got an echo. Yeah. The phone, uh, the phone picked up YouTube is weird. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm going to do those and then I'm actually going to add one for myself. I'm going to try to get one, if not two workouts a day, try to get back on track. Okay. Yeah. And if you miss a day, no big deal, but don't miss two days. Yeah. Yeah. And then another obtainable thing that, that kind of, I Brandon kind of stole my thunder there. I was going to say, I, I don't talk to God enough and I feel like I need it. It's not so much the Bible. I'm not, I'm not as big on the Bible and, and everything else. And I know that's a horrible thing to say, whatever, judge me how you want, but uh, I'm more about having that relationship. Um, and, you know, I'll reread the Bible and I'll read verses and, you know, things on my own time. But right now, feasibly for me, the best time is just talking to them. I spend yeah. five minutes, you know, you know, building that relationship and, and having those conversations daily. So that'd be, mm -hmm. those are my four obtainable smart goals. I like it. Brandon. Uh, yeah. So I don't drink, obviously that's, uh, one thing I don't have to worry about. So that's good. Uh, chocolate, definitely something I need to, or I have, I've cut back on, but I think my smart main goal for this year is to read through the entire physical copy of the Bible. And I'm going to do that by doing 30 minutes a day, every day. Um, there's actually in the Bible app, there's a 365 plan, and I'm, I'm going to use that as my guide and I'm going to go to my physical instead of my phone mm -hmm. so that I'm not distracted and I can have intimate time uh, with the word. So that, I think that's I think that just kind of fixes and teaches everything else just becomes better because of it. So that's what yeah. I'm, that's my plan. All right. Good. Now we're uh, now we're having real plans of action and no New Year's resolutions here because they're dead. They don't work. Right. It's it's the, the classic joke or meme about how January is the worst month to be in the gym because it's where all the resolutioners are there for the three weeks and they all quit by February. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. That, so I guess let me just recap kind of high level. Dustin, love that you found this. I love the suggestion. This is um, the best way we could start this new year together on this podcast, um, going through it answering the questions I had to, you know, having to think about what you even want to address because they're, they're broad questions, uh, was really, really helpful. It was very therapeutic. Um, helped me realign, you know, what, what my priorities really are. Um, I think everyone would kind of agree to that. So Dustin, good on you for, for getting this one, uh, set up. I know it is getting late for you on the East coast. Um, I kind of, we, we all talked about our fitness. I kind of wanted to just kind of do that as another little lightning round, not necessarily the specific things, but why um, it's so important and kind of just have some open discussion on that one. Cause I think it's something that people, wherever you are in your life, uh, whatever level of fitness you may be, the, the principles are important um, for health, not, not to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but just to be healthy. Um, and for me, like what was really it, I was wanting, I was initially thinking, man, I want to get back to like how I looked, right? My, my physical appearance, uh, from the last couple of years was a lot better than it is now. Um, and I was like, I want to get back to that. That was where I started. But then we watched this show with Chris Hemsworth called Limitless. 
and it was actually a really good show. I, I didn't think I was going to like it, seeing the previews and stuff. I'm, I watched it with my wife, and there's so, you know, he has, he admitted, or not admitted, but he, he did this testing and discovered that he's at very high risk of getting very early at onset Alzheimer's, like 10x the average person or something like that. Very high risk. So he was like, wow, I need to talk to experts about all these different things I can do in my life to reduce my chances and be as healthy as I can be, not physically fit necessarily, but just health in general, because he wants to have as many memories with his kids as possible. And that really got me thinking, I'm like, man, you know, I can't just keep falling on the excuse of like, oh, well, I look pretty fit so I can get away with all these bad habits. And what, going through some of those episodes where he, you know, they go into nutrition and fasting and all these different concepts. I was like, man, I really need to, uh, th- this is something that's worth the effort, right? I want to be on this earth with my daughter as long as possible and my wife as long as possible. And yeah, I can probably get away with it, you know, drinking too much or whatever, but it's, there's a lot of, you know, 20 years from now that may kill me quick. So, um, it just got me thinking and I'll, I'll leave it here. You know, what, what kind of outside of just wanting to look better, what were the driving factors for you guys? Cause we all listed it somewhere in our list here of what we need to do better in terms of health. So what was kind of your, the impetus for that outside of just like, I want to look better in the mirror. And if that's it, I guess that's fine too, but. Yeah, for me, it's it's definitely the kids and the wife just being here for them to take care of them, and 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 to, I mean, it's mostly altruistic, but it's also to feel better, um, function better, uh, to be more present by being healthier. You know, like you guys were saying, and so uh, you know, that's just the number one priority for me. Like I know how important it is for me to be here for my kids, uh, for their development up until they're adults. So it's kind of my number one prayer and my number one goal. So, yeah, I'm greedy. I want to live forever. And so, uh, I just want to be here, you know, when they have kids get married, yada, yada, yada. And then on top of that, I want to continue living and seeing what this world can achieve and accomplish and just, you know, enjoy as much life as I possibly can. But, uh, for me, it's primarily mental health. Um, I've never felt better in my life than when I'm working out. Um, I can be going through the worst times and I have gone through the worst times in my life working out and I felt a million bucks afterwards. Um, and then, you know, the pride you feel in yourself when you, you start to see changes in your body, uh, that are positive. It's, mm-hmm. it's intoxicating. It's addictive. So that's something I want to get back. All right. And Dustin, last but not least. I often have some kind of low grade um, chronic pain uh, inflammation um, that's really distracting and uh, that takes you away from your family. You know, when your neck hurts, you're a little buggy and you're doing this and that and you're not you're not focused. You can't get into a flow state. Um, And the research is really interesting. It takes 15 minutes to get back into a flow state. So if you're reading um, on your tablet, you know, about your Bible and uh, you get a text message. You respond to the message just takes a second, it takes you a whole 15 minutes to get back into that state of mm. flow and creativity that you had before. And pain can do the same thing. If you notice, you know, little headache, um, little neck pain, um, little twinge in your back, you may never get into a flow state because you're constantly interrupted and distracted by these little pain points. Um, so for me, I want to get out of pain completely. I want to reduce my inflammation levels. Um, I think I can do it by um, doing some fasting like you do, George. Um, I'm taking cold showers every morning. 
it's kind of a nightmare, but it also gets me ready to go for the day. And it's, it's incredibly healthy. The research is fantastic mm-hmm. behind it. Um, so that's a big one. That's been a really positive change for me. Um, is you, you live know, in Florida, so you can step outside. That's, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not so bad. Yeah. So easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's the big one for me for health is, um, to be pain-free. Um, that's, that's going to really improve my quality of life and make me a better father. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, I had a very similar like motivation several years ago. And that's why like, I use those crazy bands. I mean, I don't touch weights and it was, it wasn't because, you know, I don't like it. I, I loved it. I mean, I, when you're done lifting weights, you feel like you're, you know, you feel way bigger than you are. Right. You know, you just feel good. The There's pump. something primal about it. Yeah. The pump. I mean, you're just, it's just, pump, primal. Baby. but afterwards, every joint in my body just hurt like excessively bad. Um, I was like, I can't live. I'm 28 at the time. I think I can't, I can't, go the rest of my life like this and so yeah i mean your 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 point i think point number one for you dustin i think was you know you can't work out that hard it's not realistic um you can still be very healthy and proactive in your fitness without having to like make it some you know special forces training regimen or something you know it can be (laughs) mobility work hip hip flexor work or something you know it doesn't sound exciting but uh it's probably good for you Anyway, I, uh, I think we're about time for Dustin here. I know it's pretty late, so why don't we, um, go ahead and just close closing thoughts guys. What was, let's finish with what was your favorite thing brought out tonight from someone else? Mm. And then, uh, we'll close on that. So, uh, we'll just open it up to the floor and then we'll go around. I'll go first. Uh, definitely what Dustin said about, you know, proactiveness. That's what I need to get better on. Uh, I think if I did that, my wife would be extremely happy. Let's do this, brother. Let's do it. I think we're all going to do that one, right? So that's a yeah. four-way accountability. And the wives who are going to watch this and be like, you said. <laughs> the wives watch this? I mean, Winnie <laughs> watches live. That's why I'm uh, getting the feedback. Anyway. Um, that's awesome. What was said tonight that really stuck out? For me, I'm still I'm still thinking on which was my favorite one. If someone else wants to jump in, yeah, sure. Uh, mine was when when Dustin spoke of attention being almost a, a, an invaluable currency, and uh, that's just a, that was really eye opening for me. I, I loved it, so it's really good. It's definitely something I'll be marinating on for the next few days. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to just repeat what you said, but the I'm trying. I'm trying to fix up the different. I I can go real quick if you want to come yeah, back. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I think yeah, Justin. When you said that you sometimes see yourself as your own boat anchor, that was really powerful. That's a that's a tough thing to say because I know I feel that way sometimes. It's often. I'll go throughout the day and I've met 50 people and I go, God, I was the worst person of all the people I met. (laughs) You know, I was the boat anchor. Oh my God. Am I the baddie? You know I mean? That definitely happens where we have days like that. And so recognizing that and saying, okay, I, you know, I can be a better person. I can be more energetic. um, I can be more positive is uh, really a valuable thing to say. So thank you for that. That was a good learning tool. Sorry guys. Uh, I'll go with the, how you how you really just highlighted the need to be proactive on seemingly meaning meaningless things to us um but they are important to 
your spouse. And, you know, I think we, we talk a lot of big, grandiose things that we're going to improve. And um, that one sounds very small, but I think that that one, it's those little things that have the profound differences between like just an okay marriage and a really good one. Um, so I, I just, the, the, the simplicity and profoundness of just like, I'm going to get three things. I'm just going to do them. I think for me, kind of that whole concept, not just that one specific use case, but um, I'm thinking about other ways that I can force myself to make that a time-bound specific thing I can do as a habit um, because I know it will be appreciated by my spouse. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll be thinking on that one more for sure. That actually made me think of a phrase I heard one time. It doesn't take a boulder to take a house of cards down. All it takes is a pebble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, it's usually the small things that, that do the most damage. You don't realize because it can, yep. uh, it can cause other structures to fold, you know? That's right. All righty. Um, this has been great. J- Dustin, again, thank you so much for um, mm-hmm. finding this uh, idea of doing an annual review. I loved it. Um, I think we should do this as a tradition now. Let's do this every year. Hopefully our podcast goes on for a long, long, long time. We can do a new one every year. Um, we've already got it saved in our notes now. Um, I think I speak for everyone when I say that it was insightful, um, both to reflect on what you did well and then what you can improve on. And uh, unlike a frivolous New Year's resolution, we held ourselves accountable to some smart goals. Uh, mm-hmm. And one more time for the viewers, smart goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So if you make a New Year's resolution and you have not done any of those five things at the bottom, it's probably not going to pan out for you. Unless you're just like the most disciplined, you know, self-motivated person who's ever walked the planet. You're most likely going to be one of those New Year's resolutioners at the gym. Uh, you're there for January and then you're gone by February. So let's not do that. Let's be better dads. Let's be specific in our goals and planning. Let's be smart about it. No pun intended. And uh, happy new year to everyone. Welcome to 2023. We are really excited to move into this new year. And as we keep um, exploring new topics and uh, hopefully having some exciting guests with uh, provocative things to consider as dads, this will be our best year yet. So happy new year. Good night. And uh, have a great rest of the week, everyone. See you guys. Take care. I gotta, All right. gotta swap Don't over. Don't forget here to and like and video subscribe, again. baby. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Please support the channel. Share. And uh, we appreciate all those who, of you who are our currently followers. All right. Take care. Thanks for watching this episode of the Present Fathers Podcast. Please be sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and turn on notifications so you can know when we go live next. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and our Discord channel. It's our desire to grow this fathership together and support dads out there. If you think this channel would be beneficial to someone you know, please share it with them. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode.